Welcome to Rapids Rant, a RapidsRant.com production, hosted by two guys who know next to nothing about soccer, Don Pablo and Camberto, with other Rapids Rant team members, occasional guests talking all things soccer, and whatever else Don wants to talk about in a mildly entertaining way. Now, let's talk the beautiful game and the eternal struggle of lifting silverware with Rapids Rant. Rapids Rant. Welcome into Rapid Rant. It's your international break edition, June week one here at Rapid Rant in your Rapid Rant highlight. In uh, if you could imagine a Rapid Rant building, it would be in the bottom of the United States national team's trophy case because Kiberto somehow <laughs> there was a final in Denver. Somehow I got there. Rapid Rant was at the final and Somehow the United States won. So I'm sorry uh, for your Mexico team, but it was probably it was a really great match, and somebody had to lose. I agree, and I'm <laughs> very excited that we could talk about this because I have a lot to say, just like everybody does. Um, I'm glad you were there. Honestly, I'm very happy for you. I was uh, obviously doing my you know fatherly duties. So, um, but I, I saw the game and when I saw the game, I was like, dang it. I wish I would have been there, but, but, um, somehow, like you said, Denver got a final, they got the best final or a rivalry game in maybe over a decade. And I think that, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm glad we got to have that be here in Denver but I'm also a bit embarrassed about some of the behavior. I feel you, Cuberto, and uh, we'll talk about that later. Also coming up, we're going to talk about the impact players from the USA-Mexico game. We're going to talk about the international tournaments that are coming up later this summer, including Euro 2020. Euro 2020-2021 edition starts on Friday, a couple days from now. I'll give you the best games from that. Uh, we're going to talk about some Gold Cup action and – uh, you know what? And, and by the way, they stopped the game. The, the extra time lasted so long. It lasted much longer than that second half, 30 minutes. Yeah, that yeah. second half had less <laughs> soccer than like the actual whole game. Like yeah. from those 15 minutes of that second extra time, it was like no joke, maybe five minutes played. Right. And it was, yeah. And then it was, I, I don't, they went so much longer in that. But it, at the end of the second half, there was seven minutes of extra time. And everybody's like, seven minutes. So, you know, that's a lot, a lot. So uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to how the Rapids fared during the international break and uh, my games to watch in the Euro 2020 up until next week's Rapid Rant, which we will finally be able to preview a Rapids match. Uh, they're off for another week, hopefully getting healthy. Abubakar is going to come back and uh, Rapids are going to be in an even better spot than when they left. Because Kellen Acosta, let's, let's talk about him first Ooh. in the USA-Mexico match. And by the way, I'm still I'm still wearing my Costa Rica uh Costa Rica game scarf because that, it gives me good vibes and we won. Snow Classico. Yeah, Kiberto was at that game. It was it was that was the coldest. I was just excited it wasn't that cold that on uh, at Mile High Stadium on uh, um, Monday Sunday. night or Sunday Sunday night. So yeah, let's get so okay. So 
first of all, right in the light rail. Yes. No United States fans. Uh, it, was, it was pretty packed. No United really? States fans. And we were, yeah, but I, actually all the Mexico fans I, I met were really nice. And uh, I got a couple, I got a, I got recognized a couple times. <laughs> we'll get into that. Oh, I want to hear this. Okay, okay. One, one good, one, <laughs> one interesting, <laughs> maybe not bad, but just interesting. So I got recognized a couple times. Uh, it's never, it's happened to me before, like, you know, from Rapid Rant or the radio station or whatever. And, you know, it's it's always interesting. It's always interesting because I, I, I love meeting fans. I really do. If you, if you notice who I am and you just say hello, uh, compared to and by the way, I met uh, some kind of professional wrestler. Everybody was taking pictures with this guy, so I'm like, I got to get a picture with this guy because Kiberto might know who he is because Kiberto he's been in the he's been in the Mexican uh, wrestling scene. You know, you know what I'm saying. You've been Lucha in the wrestling Libre, scene. Yes. Yeah, Lucha Libre, La Mumia, Mumia over here. Yeah, they got yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, Kiberto, uh, this is an aside to the aside, just really quick. You never know what we're going to talk about on Rapid Rant. Um, I, I was not aware of what a firefighter was in Spanish. Right. Okay, and I don't. Can you just say it for me? So I don't want to mess it up because what I. The way you say firefighter in Spanish is yes. bombero. Bombero. I like what if I were a firefighter. If you if you're calling me that, like th- that's the coolest name. Like I want to be a bombero. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. I, I could be an amateur one really quick, like, but you got to move to the mountains, and then everybody could be an amateur fire bombero firefighter, whatever. You just they just like you just get the call and you go help. It's not as cool as like in the city where you know you just have to hear the sirens. Anyway, so I just want to say, bomberos, the bomberos did a great job. Nobody ran on the field until like the hundred and ninety, and that's another reason why the second half of the second overtime, extra time, uh, went long because that guy ran on the field, and he didn't even go to hug Ochoa, which is re- usually what happens every time, right? Like I've been to many matches <laughs> when Ochoa is starting here at Dick Sporting Goods or uh, Mile High Stadium, and and uh, everybody good. They want to go up and hug that guy. But this guy just wanted to run around on the field. He did juke one security guard, but then he slipped and they, they tackled him. And I'm pretty sure the players like got in on it. Um, I, we probably didn't see that part on TV because they don't usually show the, the people running the field on TV. But uh, let me just say this. He did juke one guy, but he, his luck ran out. He didn't, he didn't make it up. Remember, if you remember that one time at Dick's Sporting Goods when you were sitting on the end line uh, right. where C-38 kind of sits, uh, that one guy made it all the way. Like, he ran on the field. Right. He made it all the way to the top of the stairs on the other side, and then the cops got him. And I'm like, that was a smart cop because he didn't run down and up and down the stairs. He just waited for the for crazy the guy, person yeah. to, you know, get tired. And then, you know, he was already going in the direction of the Commerce City Jail, so they probably just walked him over there, if you know, because that's what happens. I want to add something. If anybody ever talks about, um, you know, joking around, quote unquote, that if they ever. Um, go to a specific sporting event that they're going to run on the field. It doesn't matter if it's soccer, a foot throw ball. I mean, football, uh, whatever, uh, you know, please talk them out of it. it, it take it as if they're, <laughs> ma- take it as if they're talking about suicide, you know, like take right. it, take it serious and look at that sign and be <laughs> like, talk them out of it, please. Please oh. ask them why, <laughs> why do you want to do this? Why do you need to do this? Right. Because say like in the next seven years, all right, you're going to your job interview and you have to sign, you have to see the question. <laughs> have you been convicted of a misdemeanor in the past, you know, seven years or whatever? <laughs> and it, what's easier? What's easier to explain? Exactly. Right, 
I was running on the field. I had to hug Memo Ochoa because <laughs> he's the greatest goalkeeper I've ever seen. Right? Like, I mean, I guess that's a good. You better hope you're going to a soccer fan's uh, job interview. Like, you better hope no, somebody knows what you're talking about. Right. So I'm on the <laughs> or or by the way, and I know I bring this up because I was I was talking to some police officers at, at, uh, at uh, oh, they're, they're a sponsor of the Rapids, Great Britain's Fish and Chips. I was talking to some police officers, although they did recognize me from other engagements, <laughs> other engagements at Five Guys. But we can't really talk about that. But if you, if you want the Five Guys story, please come up to please come up and ask me about the Five, five Guys story. I just can't talk about it in public, but I will talk about it with whoever but Kiberto knows it so anyway would you rather be a sovereign citizen like one of these guys who are like i don't know i, I don't i don't know anything about states rights i only know about you know the united states constitution and anyway would you rather be like one of those guys or would you rather be the guy that runs on the field and like hugs Ocho? i guess you'd rather be the guy that hugs on the field because uh, sovereign <laughs> citizens they're usually unemployed for a reason and maybe these guys aren't but all i know is if if i were to ever do that and this is, I'm probably going to get in trouble. Uh, I would, you have to streak and run on the field at the same time because it's not worth it unless you take your clothes off and run. And I'm not, but then, um, but then that, advocating that, sexual assault, right? But the, that, yeah, exactly. Then that would leave you on the what's a sexual predator list, you know? Yeah, nobody wants to, you don't want to sign up for that, but because then you got to explain why you do that. And if you had to do that, well, I ran on the field. Well, you know. <laughs> See, so that's why it's a really good idea to talk someone out out yeah. of just running on the field at all. Just enjoy the you're game. Right, you're right. Yes, you're right. And and I don't, I don't know what they do in Mile High Stadium. They might have like a gulag in the basement somewhere. <laughs> Although I know they have a holding cell, but um, I think they usually get people out of there pretty quick uh, and take them to, uh, I think it's District th- uh, 4 over there, right? District 4 over there is off uh, by Lincoln, stinking Lincoln High School. Um, anyway, I'm a Denver kid. I can say that. All right. If you're not a Denver kid, you get out of here with that. It's like my family. All right. Nobody makes fun of Lincoln unless it's me. <laughs> yes. Technically, you went to Denver public schools for a little bit. So I'll give you a pass. But Thank you. I don't usually say it, but yeah, no, I understand what you mean. I My know. sisters actually went to Lincoln High School for oh. like a year. No joke. I'll say this. I'll say this about Lincoln. Lincoln Lancers off of uh, Alameda and uh, uh, federal. Uh, federal, federal and Alameda, right down the street from some of the greatest food in Denver, by the way. Um, well, President Obama, I'm going to get I'm not trying to get political, but that's the only high school in Denver that he went to. Also, they've won titles in basketball and track, and they do they do good over there. They do some good work. Uh, you know, Lincoln is not, you know, it's just just Denver kids, just poor kids. So anyway, <laughs> I love Lincoln. We dominated them in every sport when I was in high school. So like that matters. And I'm gonna pull my Al Bundy, say married with children, and talk about my old man stuff. And I got another old man story. We're gonna talk about soccer at some point on this show. I promise. We will. We will definitely. <laughs> But okay, uh, no, let's talk about soccer now. All right, all right, so, all right, so wait, you were on the you were on the light rail. So I was on the light rail. I, 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 my, I my whole st- point of my story, a bunch of Mexico fans get to the stadium looking around, all Mexico fans. So it was basically a home game for Mexico, and which is why I'm a little worried that USA is not going to get more uh, uh, matches like this because, I mean, uh, let's just be honest. <laughs> let's just be honest. There's a little more Mexico fans there, which is fine because I feel like they spent like there's a certain point where how much resources you put into something, you know, they don't want to have bad behavior, which I, a lot of these guys like 
you know, every time we go to a, a Mexico match, whatever. And by the way, Don, I have one. I have my Pancho Villa army scarf right over in the closet right over here. Right. Not, not like I haven't rooted for Mexico against uh, New Zealand and Bolivia. Bolivia. Yeah. Bolivia. <laughs> those Bolivian fellows, they, they were a little those guys were so angry. Um, <laughs> it's like they spend so much money to go to this match that they don't want to get in trouble, which is why it confuses me. How you want to extend your problems by running on the field, so you're out of the game. And by the way, the guy ran on the field didn't even see the uh, the the second penalty that was saved by Highland uh, Ranch's own uh, Ethan Horvath. And so it was just a rough day for that guy. But so don't run on the field, right? But it also felt like a Mexico home game. Although uh, at the end, when the trophy presentation, uh, a lot of U.S. fans stayed and we did scream and stuff. And I got pictures and they did the fireworks, which was awesome. That's cool. But uh, yeah, so so that was cool. But let, let's just start. So, yeah, it was a Mexico home game. Um, I got recognized twice. Uh, once by the homie from C-38. And uh, I know him. I know he's a teacher, but I couldn't tell you his name. And I'm going to say his name is Charlie, but I couldn't tell you it. But he is the homie. And I can't wait to see him next time. So. That was my. That was that was one of my re- getting recognized. What was? Oh, okay. Well, that's good. You got. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah. So that was at halftime when I was pretty good and frosty and like I wasn't like running around screaming like King Kong <laughs> kind of Donkey Kong thing, but I was you no, know, I was having fun because it was uh it was tight. It was tight at that point. I think one one. I was. Yeah, I don't know. Uh... Sometimes I get too drunk, but anyway, I just it was fun to see. And let's talk about the rapids right now. Uh, I, I was going to play a game. Kellen Acosta, Caberto, he, he solidified the midfield. He did. He really didn't mess up. So Wait. Uh, He was like, he, uh, throughout the course of the game, he got, uh, he got really confident and that was really good. And I think if he can bring that to the Rapids and I'm sure he will, um, we might even also lose him next uh, transfer window or so. So, I think that uh, Kellen Acosta did a really good job for the U.S. midfield. Um, obviously, every, yeah. Every time I've watched Mexico, uh, they pretty much do the same thing. They have fast wingers, and they try to get it the ball on the outsides and just get to those wingers, and they can usually outrun any any left or right back that uh, their uh, national team they're playing against. And I thought they were just – I thought Mexico was doing the same thing, just going on the outside – you know, just because, but uh, then I realized about 70th minute, they couldn't go on the inside. Kellen Acosta, like, stopped them and uh, our other midfield. And by the way, Gio Reyna, um, I, I love him. I, he is my favorite player. And I know that maybe that's the player that you hate for the next 10 years, Gilberto, because he's going to be a stick in your craw. I'm telling you right now, Gio no, Reyna. I, I know. Yeah. I see. I saw his potential and I mean, he's only 18 and that's amazing. Yeah. That's the, um, yeah. And, and the reason why we couldn't go down the middle aside from Kellen Acosta was because of a problem that we as Rapids fans are very familiar with. Um, the coach, the Mexican national coach has said that they are also lacking of a number nine. So, I mean, that, that adds to obviously the problem, but once Raul Jimenez comes, comes back, once he's back to full health, um, you know, from Wolverhampton, then, mm-hmm. then I, I see uh, at least a, a bit of a more, more full uh, national team. 
Yeah, so that'll be fun for the World Cup qualifying, which will go on after the Gold Cup this year. Right. Uh, Gold Cup coming up pretty quickly here in uh, about a month. But uh, yeah, so I saw, but let me just talk about Gio Reyna some more. His pace, his decision-making, he's a midi that can, you know, he goes and plays both sides and he's just, he wowed me. He, I think he was the best player on the field. I know Pulisic scored the penalty, but uh, for my money, uh, Gio Reyna, a dude, he's going to be, he's, he's going places. <laughs> oh, no, definitely. And I'm glad, you know what? And, and just like we've talked about, I'm not saying that the U S isn't good at what they do. Obviously they have their own system, but in order for, if we want to see, for example, some of the rapids, you know, to have better decision-making, you know, why not bring uh, someone from and, and listen and not try to impose, you know, a, a, a system mm-hmm. on them and let them bring, you know, these ideas and the, this different mentality for decision-making. You know, I've been talking about, you know, Shinyashiki not making good decisions. You know, he is what, 22, 23, 23. Uh, 23. And Gio Reynia is 18. He's learning from the Germans, obviously. They have a way different mentality. And of course, yes, he is very talented, but Obviously, if you put those two together, you are definitely going to see a lot more, uh, you know, good decisions being made and, uh, you know, better results for us. I'm just, you know, you get my point, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah, I love watching uh, the Rapids and they're just, you know what, he's only 18 and they haven't played many matches together, but it looks like, you know, him and, and our midfield that we played looks like they can get some chemistry and, you know, right. f- tr- try to keep the goals out. Although it started very bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim Ream, I-, I just heard, I went to the game with a uh, U.S. national team uh, guru, Isaac J. Ramos and, and my buddy Dustin and, and my buddy Paul. And uh, first of all, uh, U.S. national team guru, Isaac J. Ramos knows everything there is to know. So he was like explaining everything to me. And then we were just, I just kept getting mad because I'm watching Christian Pulisic and I, I know he won, he scored the game winning goal, but I just feel like, I, I don't know. I, I remember watching, what was that dude? Omar or Diallo, whatever the dude Diallo or something from the rapid. Like he would, oh yeah. Yeah. He would literally just stand at midfield and wait for the ball. Like, in, you know, he doesn't want to waste anybody movements on the pitch. You know what I'm saying? Like he's one of those guys. And that's what Pulisic is one of those guys. Now. Yes. He had a couple breakaways, but I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna get yelled at by somebody because I'm I don't know anything about soccer, but it just, I just I just watched him and I wasn't impressed until he put the ball in the in the and he beat Ochoa. But by the way, Ochoa, yeah, amazing game of the like probably one of the best games I've seen from a goalkeeper. Like that's all I'm gonna say. But but Pulisic, you just I, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't when I saw Harry Kane in Denver for the MLS All Star game, like. Harry Kane impressed me. Right. Like that dude, he knows he and he's just bigger than Pulisic. Maybe that's the problem. Pulisic isn't that big. And we kept we kept trying to uh like have a goal line clearance to the left corner, it would be where Pulisic was. And I mean he's not that tall, so he was getting, you know, over the top and he wasn't getting much possession because the defender just kept taking the ball away from him. And we kept doing the same play, which made me mad. Um, when they changed it in the second half and they started giving the ball to Tim Weah and that dude, by the way, that dude, 
he is so fast. Yes, he is. <laughs> he yes, is he so is. fast. Like I would like, I want it. I'm like, where was this in the first half? Like we need him first. And then Christian Pulisic to come in and be like, I don't know, like human victory cigar or something, or just like control the ball. You know, he, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't just his style of game uh, or whatever, but I, and I know that Christian Pulisic just won the Euro, t- like the Euro, like the title, the European title last two or two weeks ago, but I, I don't know. I don't know if Berhalter and him have found the mix for uh, him to be successful quite yet, even though, yes, he scored the penalty and won the game. So no, I, I understand. And I agree. I was not impressed with, by Pulisic either. Um, I was more impressed by Gio Reyna than, and Kellen Acosta than Pulisic. And I think that maybe the name and the character and uh, what's his name? McKinney uh, did yeah, really good. McKinney. Obviously that yep. scored the um, first goal. That guy might be the, the, the rock in our shoe more than Gio Reyna uh, just because of the way he teases and, and that's okay. You know, that's going to make the rivalry even more interesting, but um, going back to Pulisic. Yeah. I, I, I do see him obviously doing something better and maybe it's uh, maybe Berhalter hasn't found the right instructions to give him. Um, but I thought, you know, I'm just going to say this. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think that Mexico is scared of the U S um, yeah, but we are definitely uh, it opened our eyes a bit more to what the u.s is gonna look like soon and that's gonna force us to also make some moves the problem with the mexican national team is that uh, and maybe the u.s doesn't have it completely yet is that there is too much uh uh how do you say it um negotiations between promoters and between the national team and uh the and the national team coach usually is a puppet for someone and i'm not trying to get too like it's not a conspiracy theory Political, it's yeah it's real yeah. i mean and uh, you know that's why we keep calling back some of these players that are getting older and i i understand you know they have uh, experience in europe and all that stuff but i mean there there is a point where there's there are some players that we don't need to call back that are obviously have a better replacement or two so you know what congratulations to you guys united states for winning the first ever uh concacaf nations league thank you buddy and and congratulations for mexico for getting second place because you guys really <laughs> you guys barely made it out of the both of us both of us oh, yeah. but but hold oh, yeah. on but I also <laughs> i want to take this time to say something public and this is very serious on behalf of the Mexicans who are not looking to cause trouble and just are looking to enjoy the game, and many will agree that we disapprove of the behavior of those who are in custody, thank God, and many <laughs> more who threw objects at the players and other fans at the games. You know what? Just like many others, I've learned self-control the hard way, and we're still working on it. But it's right. not fair for the city or for other soccer support supporters and that behavior does not represent correctly who we really are as Mexicans. Um, and if you re- if you take a good look at these people who are causing trouble, a lot of these, um, I'm gonna have to be careful with how I say this, are not directly coming from Mexico. For and sure. I think that 
you know, just because we get this, uh, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity does not mean that it's a, it's that once in a lifetime opportunity to make fools of ourselves. So I'm right. sorry. Kibeto, thank you for chastising your countrymen. And I will say the same thing for my countrymen because yes, we're at a, we're at a soccer match, but we can act like adults. We paid so much money to be there. Yeah, let's act like we've been there before. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, like I said, it, it's not fair, you know. And and I've been one of those who have ruined games for people before, and uh, yeah. it, it sucks, you know. And I, <laughs> I I hope. I mean, it sucks because you feel bad after, you know. Like these people paid so much money to take you know if, if their whole families you know right? kids yeah. you know, they don't need to they don't need to be you know bathed in in beer or yeah. urine or anything you know they don't need to be hit out of nowhere in the head by whatever i'm right? just saying you yeah. know i think we can be better guys yes we're better than that we don't need to go to the matches to cause trouble and you know we're not hooligan there's no hooligans here right save those for although i did meet a Mexico and Las Vegas Raider fan. And I got a picture with him because he had a nice sombrero. And then he's like, oh, you're Rapid Raid. I'm like, oh, Rapid Raid. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, Rapid Raid. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, that was my other one. But he was a Raider Mexican fan. So I don't know if I should give him some pub. But that guy also knew the professional wrestler that I was taking pictures with, that everybody was getting pictures Achilles. with. So that's why. I looked, yeah, Achilles. So I was like, I need to take a picture of this guy because I know some I know some people in the in the wrestling game somewhat <laughs> anyway uh, yeah, yeah. That, definitely but, so. I, but i feel you Kiberto. and like um when it was two to zero uh for like the minute or two before they went to var and cleared it you know the us u.s fans we were stunned we were sitting and there was beer coming down people were throwing beer like from the <laughs> upper deck and I was just sitting there, and I was just like, oh, did, no, it's going to be like this. Did you hear something like agua? Did you hear that word said? <laughs> did you hear it say? Be said? No, but when they scored the the yeah. the one, the second goal that wasn't um, taken back in the second half, I definitely smelled some not beer being thrown. I definitely, I don't know if yeah. I got soaked in that, but I definitely I smelled hope you not beer. It wasn't I hope beer. you didn't. Sadly, it is something that is done not just in Mexico, but in Latin America. Yeah. And usually, and just a heads up, if, they, if you hear something, with, uh, someone yell agua, okay. that means water. It's a direct translation, but it's not water. That's someone getting ready to throw either like a cup full of not beer or yes. a bag full of not beer. <laughs> See, these are things you learn on Rapid Rant. Uh, thank you for joining Rapid Rant. You can find us on Twitter. <laughs> At Rapid Rant, you can find me, Don Pablo 303, and of course, Kiberto, really easy, at Kiberto. He's at Kiberto on every social media, so if you just search him, yeah, you'll find him. You'll find something. <laughs> you'll find yeah. something this guy's talking about. But yeah, so um, uh, Mexico scores, United States equalizes, and then we go to extra time. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so and by the way, I saw a bunch of people leaving after... Uh, after the United States hit that penalty and I took a video of it and I'll put it on the internet. To, yeah. if, if some Mexico fans want to challenge me, cause you guys were leaving after that penalty. All right. And then you got a penalty. Luckily that, that was crazy, man. I mean, right? the, the, I think both penalties were the, one of the risks and one of the problems that people were talking about. If, if we study the game too much, if we bring in technology too much, I think that, 
um, you know, we would have st- we would have gotten the penalties. I, I don't think that yeah. U.S. nor Mexico would have gotten that uh, a penalty kick if it wasn't for the VAR. I agree because they were playing pretty, um, you know, close. There wasn't, you know, there was some chances, but it wasn't really, uh, I guess, good goal scoring chances, if you want to say that. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it went over, but um, two things, like the, one thing, I didn't know they could stop stop the game because Mexico did their chant at the when the goalie, when the opposing team's goalie kicked the ball. You know, I'm just used to the, you know, P-word chant. And I'm like, well, they just did it. And they stopped the game. And that was another stoppage that I was confused about because they didn't actually play a lot of replays on the big screen for the VAR replays. But, yeah, right. go ahead, Chris. I just want to say something, and I've said it before. Um, and I don't have an excuse for it. I don't know how to explain it. But that word is not going to stop. And I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not being negative. The reason is... It's so ingrained in the culture. It, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, the direct translation is homophobic, but the meanings that it's used for is so many other things. And, and I'm not trying to excuse it. I'm just saying that it's not going to stop. It goes back to generations. So, you know, I'm just, you know, I, I hope maybe it, it goes away because, it, it stops the game. It interrupts the game. It doesn't do. Yeah. It doesn't let the game flow. But you know, I don't know if that's going to happen this in our generation or the next generation. But it could happen in the second or third. I'm just saying. It's just weird that you know the. Uh, I think they took the vuvuzelas away because I saw some fellows walking in with vuvuzelas, but I did not hear a single one. Good. So. If they, if they can take uh, uh, the South African culture out of the game, I guess they could take the Mexican culture out of the game. Although, uh, quick story, quick story before we move on, Kiberto. Yeah. Uh, as we know, I used to write for Burgundy Wave, and I did this. I did. I think my most clicked on was either Mayday one or, uh, or definitely the one that uh, I talked about the Mexican Wave and how it started, and and right. uh, national U- U.S. national team guru Isaac J. Ramos. Uh, people were doing the wave and there were some U.S. fans doing it in front of us. And uh, I, everybody knows I will not do the wave. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I will try not to make fun of people for doing the wave. But if they people ask me why I don't do the wave, then I'll tell them. And uh, these guys were doing the wave in front of us. And uh, Isaac, Isaac J. told told me, uh, hey, Don, you should tell them the history of the wave. And I'm like, well, technically, we, if there was any game that we shouldn't do the wave at, it would be this game because exactly. the Mexicans invented the wave in the World Cup. <laughs> so, you know, it's really called the, it's called the Mexican wave. We just took it and Americanized it like we do everything else, like Country Road, the Country Road song, John Deborah. Anyway, uh, so, but which every team has done now, which is fine because there's, there's not that many English songs. Like we got to, there's so many English songs. We just got to come up with more soccer ones or have better soccer. Anyway. So I tell them, you know, it started in Mexico. I don't like doing it. I refuse to do it, uh, especially when, you know, we're losing. (laughs) We're losing to this team. And then the other team's doing it. The other people are doing it for fun. We're outnumbered 10 to 1 by Mexico fans who are very nice and respectful to me. Good. Do not have any problems. (laughs) Yeah, right. They're scared. They're scared. Plus, plus I'm a nice guy. So, you know, if if we try to get in an argument, I'll be like, "Eh, whatever. All right. Which, by the way, happened too. And then anyway. Hmm. So, <laughs> so they stopped doing it because I was like, I, I don't do the wave. I don't. Know about it. so if there was any game to not do the wave, this is the game because we're you don't even know what happened. Like they didn't even. So they stopped doing it. 
but uh, they were still nice, friendly guys. And we we were talking about the U.S. Uh, uh, soccer players for the rest of the match. And then when we won, it was crazy time. Um, I never seen the. So yeah, so that happened. I I, I did my wave spiel, and uh, they stopped doing. It. I'm not trying. By the way, I'm not trying to ruin anybody's fun. Do the wave. Do whatever you want. All I know is if we're losing three to zero against Real Salt Lake, I'm not doing the wave. <laughs> All right? yeah, especially the not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yelling at the players. I'm being like, come on, guys. We got that. Let's go. We got it. We're do-. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, the last time uh, I got mad about doing it, I was at Coors Field, <laughs> and the Rockies were getting shut out by Clayton Kershaw. Um, if you read it. <laughs> He's like the be- one of the best pitchers in the league, like one of the best pitchers. Just, and, you know, we're getting two hits shut out. We're losing six to zero, and the Rockies fans are doing the wave. And I'm like, what is it? Like, just yelling. Like, we're losing. Like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, yeah. So I kind of gave up on yelling at people about doing the wave, but Isaac J. Ramos just, uh, he had perfect setup, and those guys stopped doing it. So thank you. Thank you for listening to me, United States fans. Um <laughs> Uh, and we won and we came back and won that game. But uh, yeah, so there's my stories. I was recognized and <laughs> I, got, I did my favorite thing. I get to yell at people for not doing the waves. So. We, we're going to have to eventually hire like a documentary crew every time you go to the stadium because every uh, time it's a different experience, man. Do you know how many people tell me that I should just visit foreign countries and then just be followed by a camera? A lot of people. I, I of agree. People. I agree with that. I would watch that. Except it can't be English-speaking countries. It has to be like, oh, I mean, maybe if I go to like Europe and try to do Queen's English, <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, all I know is, and I know people can't see me because we're a podcast, but if somebody does like an X with their forearms in front of you, it does not mean they like DMX. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, right? That's internet, serious. Right? Yeah, right. It's like go away. It's like no, no, go away. By the way, international symbol for no is. That is DMX's symbol. By the rest in peace, DMX. He just passed away uh, <laughs> earlier this year. He's the homie, man. We used Straight to, up to the grave, man. Yeah, dude. We used to get hype for lacrosse games for listening to DMX. But that's a throwback to my homie Reed, too, man. We used to do that. I love it. DMX going to give it to you. Right? <laughs> um, all right. So, so uh, although I did have another, since we we're talking about stadium experiences, really quick, Kiberto. Yes. I did have another one because... Uh, you know, I like, you know, my, my press guy, uh, we go up to the, st- we go up to the Rapids stadium, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Dick Sporting Goods. And, um, we made a, I like my notes. Like I have my notes, I right. have my paper, I have my comment. So I was trying to do that over there. I brought note cards in my pocket cause I was going to buy a program or some kind of magazine, you know, to write notes down. Right. And, uh, I go to the souvenir stand and I'm like, Hey man, you guys have a program. You guys have like a pamphlet, like a program. And they're like, what? And I'm like, what uh, <laughs> like what? what what you like what you like, what are you saying <laughs> they're like so i'm like so he asked the other guy i'm like so your program you guys got like a program like a magazine or like something that show me like the players and he's like no 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 and i'm just like i don't know i never heard of that and i'm like oh. i'm like how old are you 21 and 24 never heard of a program i'm like have you what <laughs> like you never been to a baseball game like you never been to a sporting event with a like I don't know, Kiberto. Am I old? Like, I don't think that I'm that old, right? Like, no, I mean, but I, 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 I think we were, we are the, the generation that was a transition. So those who didn't experience what we experienced, like cassette player, Walkmans, um, you know, CDs, all that stuff. Like the next 
generation just, you know, we can't even mention it because <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about. I think I want to go on YouTube and look for like people like I've seen the ones where they have the old rotary phones, you know, right. where you like one did 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 nine did 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 I remember right. using those and I'm sure you can find them. They still work. They just have to be a wired connection, uh, you know, wired telephone connection right. for a home phone. If people know what a home phone is. Right. <laughs> and and uh, anyway, so I'd like to I like to watch old YouTube videos with little kids like figuring it out. But then I'm like. All right, but there, there's no program. There's no such thing as a program for this event, Kiberto, which made me sad because you know how I like my memorabilia, uh, you know, anyway. Right, right. So, yeah, that was my experience at the CONCACAF Nations League final. And, man, it was it was, it was was one for the ages, Kiberto. And we're going to yes, get, by the way, United States, they're playing all their matches for the Gold Cup, all their group matches in Kansas City in July. So it's not that far away if we wanted to drive real quick i know you're a busy guy running a radio station and everything so maybe not you but if we can get you out of there so it's hard being on call all the time man that's the thing like yeah people understand about radio guys is like you love radio so much that you are on call 24 hours a day <laughs> right <laughs> right, like, right. Yeah. that's just yeah. how it is. but that's just how it is and you people adjust to stress differently but when you have that stress it's always there and it's it feels the same. You just get used to it after a while right. because you know how to fix things, but so it's, it's always there. That stress is always there. So anyway, we might send uh, you on assignment, Don. We'll, we'll right, that'd be fun. Uh, me and uh, I think the postman might go. We'll let's see. figure we'll out see. some sponsorships or something. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. That's what we need to, by the way, rapid ramp brought to you by food on federal. We were just telling, talking about Lincoln high school right down the street from Lincoln's high school, Marlene tacos, tacos, Marlene, which, mm. Is a food on federal federal favorite, although we haven't been able to tape there. But uh, the uh, Vietnamese restaurant is technically across the street. Like you can see Tacos Marlene and and the Vietnamese banh mi place, like right, right next to each other, man. And, and like you don't even need to eat anything else. You just go there every day. If I lived by Lincoln, I would just walk to those places. Because anyway, so uh, food on federal. That's YouTube.com/slash food on federal. Compared and this is also brought to you by Mobile Miracle Auto Detail. If you are too busy to wash your car, clean the interior of your vehicle, call 720-325-8996. They will do this for you. They will. They have this model that says, we wash cars for people who are too busy. And this is true. So remember, one more time, their phone number is 720 720- Two five eight nine nine six. By the way, it's a good time to get your car washed now and get your car detailed because it's just the start of summer. Uh, hopefully, we don't have any sneak attacks, snowstorms, but great time for that. So, all right, Kiberto. Um, finally, last year, in I learned to love soccer from watching Euro two thousand, hmm. and I think the Greeks won that year, right? Like it was from a long time yeah. ago. From my friend William, he was a, a a foreign exchange student from Belgium and uh, he's over the moon right now because, you know, Belgium's number one in the world and, you know, they're going to euros ranked number one. So it's a, it's a dream come true for him. Although he is a Spurs fan. So, eh, whatever. <laughs> so it's whatever, dude. And they're going to lose Harry Kane, but anyways, enough about that. Euro 2020. It starts on Friday, June 11th. If you're listening to this uh, close to when we, when it comes out, uh, we do it once a week. This is the, I called it the international June international break rapid rant week one. 
Next, we don't really have any Rapids matches to talk about. They're not going to be playing until the 19th. So we got another Rapids rant. Next week, we'll get into more Rapids and uh, the second the second international week and the uh, year of 2020's second group week. So we got Friday, and I, I just had a couple matches. Um, all the games are going to be on ESPN and Univision. Um, no matter how I, you watch. Something yeah. interesting is that this is the first time in the competition's 60-year history that 11 cities will be hosts. Oh yeah, they're going to be all over the all over the Eurozone, not just I think the last one was in Ukraine and Poland and now they're going to be all over, which I think is cool because yeah. Like for many travelers, uh you know, you can go to any city instead of just one country. I, I don't know. Right. I, I like it. I think and by the way, the, the World Cup that the US has in 2026 is going to be kind of the same way cuz it's going to be all North America. It's going to be Canada, Mexico and United States. So right. uh yeah, and that, that's it. and that was the other thing. Like I said, Denver's going to be a big city. We talked about that. They were they were uh, uh, advertising that at the match on Sunday night. So, all right. So Euro twenty twenty it starts on Friday. The first match, Turkey Italy. All times are going to be Mountain Time. So um, we have a lot of one o'clock games. So I hope people, you know, they're going to be getting up early or going to sleep late or something. Uh, I, I don't know because some of the games start at five o'clock, just not on the first day, June eleventh. Um, Saturday, my game of the day would be June 12th, Belgium versus Russia. That's at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Sunday, June 13th, England, Croatia, 7 a.m. Early morning, kegs and eggs. I mean, soccer and eggs for breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> Watch some England, early, man. <laughs> England, Croatia, right? That's English Premier League time. Uh, English Premier League Saturday time on a Sunday. Uh, and then the Netherlands, Ukraine also plays Sunday. Uh, Monday, June 14th, Spain and Sweden is at 1 o'clock. And then Tuesday, next Tuesday, I don't know who some people have Tuesdays off. Uh, anyway, a lot <laughs> of football players, a lot of football players have Tuesday off. So that'd be France, Germany in Munich, home of Bayern, Bayern, Munich, France, Germany. That's going to be, that's the marquee matchup. And that, it's, it sucks because they can't like soccer schedulers. I'm sure they would want that game more on a, on either Saturday or Sunday because right. obviously that's a marquee matchup, but that's just how it works in international football. The teams go where they are scheduled. So, yeah, there you go. That's your first couple games for Euro 2020. And uh, even though we're here across the pond, we can we can still watch. And I love international soccer. And, man, they, they, they had to move it from last year to this year. So And we get the World Cup. But the World Cup's not coming until the end of next year. We got to remember. So there you go, Kiberto. If you need a reason to watch this Euro 2020, I would give you five because <laughs> specifically five players, or as they say in an article, five legends who will play their last Euro are Cristiano mm -hmm. Ronaldo, Sergio Ramos, who did not actually make the. Never mind. So that's four. <laughs> he did yeah. not. He did not get called up to the uh, Spanish national team. Luca Modric, uh, Manuel Neuer, uh, uh, Giorgio Cellini. Uh, are are four reasons why maybe you should watch the Euro for uh, the last time or first time, so you can say I was able to see these players in my and lifetime. Portugal plays on also Tuesday at ten o'clock, so that's tough. <laughs> that might be hard. Yeah. For people to watch. But oh, oh, and then they play Germany next Saturday, the nineteenth. So, uh, spoiler alert: that's going to be one of the marquee matchups: Cristiano Ronaldo against Germany on a Saturday morning at 10 o'clock, that'll probably, so that's what noon uh, Eastern time, nine o'clock Pacific. So that'll get some viewership. I'm sure. Although I would really like to see North Mas Macedonia or Macedonia. I don't know how exactly you say that, but North Macedonia, there you go. They must have a squad, man. They made it to the euros. I don't know huh. if they, 
Yeah, right. They got what was zero goals? Whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. they're not the good head to head against Ukraine. That's gonna be rough, but Hey man, they're just sometimes teams are just happy to make it like their first World Cup. Although next World Cup 2026, not next year, it's going to be expanded to 48 teams. So that's going to be something. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about Euros. I couldn't even tell you who's going to win. I just hope that we get to see some awesome soccer because uh, it's not like the World Cup when U.S. wasn't playing. So I could just pick whatever team, or it is like that. The U.S. is not playing. So I could just pick whatever team. Right. Sometimes I have a lot of. Blood from England. I have a lot of blood from Spain. I have some blood from uh, natives, natives in uh, uh, northern New Mexico. So, ha! Huh. Well, we'll see where my, I don't know where my. I don't. But I did do the joke. I did do uh, your joke, Kiberto. I didn't move. The border moved. And uh, by the way, Mexico people love that joke. The ones that I talk to, anyway. There you go. That's good. Uh, I'm from New Mexico. <laughs> Nuevo Mexico. You got to work on material. You can't just go. You got to work on some material. I know this is showtime, but you know, you still got to work on material before you use it. Right. I don't know where I'm, I don't know where I'm going with that, Kiberto, but it's okay. You. But so it's, it'll be an interesting summer for sure because I mean, we also have Copa America. We have Gold Cup coming up for soon. Gold Cup. By the way, do you know? Like they get awesome. So it's like. Uh, we bought our tickets for the final on Sunday and we got to watch the third place game and the final in the third place game. I got right at the end. Uh, Honduras scored an equalizer and then they went to penalties. It went to penalties. There was no extra time, which, and they went straight to penalties and Honduras won, I believe hmm. if I remember correctly, I was a little, it was in the period of Don, maybe not remembering a little bit, but it was fun, but I wasn't paying attention to that game. I just saw the penalties and it was awesome. So, um, and we, we had so many penalties, so many penalties. Um, but the first game, the first game for the Gold Cup, the preliminaries start July 2nd. Uh, they're going to be in Miami for, at Drive Pink Stadium, and you're going to see mm. a bunch of teams that you would not get to see regularly. Martinique is in the, the USA's group is USA, Canada, Martinique, and then one of these preliminary winners. And uh, actually... USA's first game in the Gold Cup is on my birthday, Sunday, July 11th. And they don't even know who they're going to play yet because they're playing the playoff winner um, on that day. The right. final is August 11th. And that was in, oh, but, oh boy, I just saw it. Um, excuse me. <laughs> oh, the final is in, I just saw it. It's okay. So what we're doing uh, is Allegiant Allegiant Stadium, Allegiant Stadium, Allegiant Stadium on August 1st. Actually, on Sunday, August 1st, Allegiant Stadium. Sorry. There you go. All right. That's something good to know. I mean, I think that uh, if you want to make the drives, I, they will be held mostly in the southern part of the U.S., specifically in Texas. But yeah. it'll be interesting. I think uh, it could be a rematch for Mexico-U.S. in the final, which probably will be. Uh, but I think it'll be very interesting. I mean, we'll be able to see El Salvador, like you mentioned, Curacao, Canada, Suriname, Panama, Granada, and Qatar is in this, I guess. is Are they? Yep. Uh, wow, yep. that's Carter, very interesting. They have to because they're the host, right? Right. So, yeah. Trying to look good before the tournament. That's that's smart. <laughs> 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 right. Isn't th Don't they get another... Uh, what confederation cup wasn't that the year yeah, before but i guess they're not doing that right because right next year so i, I don't know because of COVID that would have been this year that would have been yeah this that should have been yeah 
So I don't know if they didn't do it. I don't know the story. I should probably look that up. But the U.S. made the final in one of in that one two play two World Cups ago right? against Brazil or something. Do you know? Anyway, it doesn't matter. That you know what? We're just talking and BSing. So uh, yeah, I just uh, and by the way, um, before we go, I just wanted to talk about uh, U.S. men's national team guru Isaac J. Ramos was explaining to me that he doesn't think the best Rapids player was even at the United States team this weekend. Um, what does he, he think? Is, he is very high on Sam Vines. And I'm like, I like Vines, and Vines is very fast. So I'm excited to see what he does uh, at the Gold Cup because uh, he was a roster invitee, but he didn't make the final team if I, if I, for the uh, CONCACAF Nations Cup, Nations League. But uh, maybe maybe now we'll be able to have the the U.S. will replace Team Ream with Sam Vines. I mean, defender, just, <laughs> you know, you can have another center back somewhere in there. Man, Team Ream, he just he just had a tough one and people were just hating on him. And, I, and he, he Mackenzie was having a hard time, too. The first half, he yeah. was he was struggling a lot. Man, the first one, it, it was like it, they came right out of the gate in one minute. And I was like, oh, man, this is what I yell about. Like, how do they not? Mexico's team must have been very good at, at uh, their pregame speech, their goal, their plan for the game. And it came out and worked right in the beginning. And then, and it was funny because they were building, both teams were building from the back so much. I, I said it was like a 2011 FIFA match between us. Like <laughs> building from the back, right? every possession. And obviously we're going the same way. And they kept trying to force the ball into Pulisic with the guy that was a foot taller than him jumping over the top. And when we changed that kind of plan, right, uh, you know, half. us, yeah, us did better and eventually won. But, uh, 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 you know what? It's fun to play Mexico. It's fun to play a team that can, you know, be with your, you know, it's like a four-star team playing a four-star team instead of, you know, <laughs> us not even making the world cup, whatever. So yeah, yeah. That, that was it. But Man, so but Coberto, the next Rapids match is in Cincinnati in June nineteenth. Uh, we got a couple more weeks, one more Rapids rant until that happens. But uh, yeah, I want to thank you for being on Rapids rant today. Man, we had Kellen Acosta. I would say watch that match again just to see him in the midfield, the United States midfield. Just uh, I don't want to see dominate, but we definitely played well against Mexico, and and they couldn't get the ball through the midfield that much. So. That's that's what I would say. I'm a happy U.S. fan. Uh, obviously, you guys made the World Cup last uh, last cycle, and we didn't. So, if you want to hold on to that, you got it. <laughs> oh, we are. Don't worry, we are definitely. <laughs> oh man! All right. <laughs> well, Berto, uh, I want to thank you for being on Rapid Rant. You can find Kedberto at Kedberto on Twitter, and he does all his social needs at Kedberto. I'm Don Pablo three hundred three. This is at Rapids Rant. I want to thank you for joining us on the international edition, June, week one, for Kiberto. I'm Don Pablo. You guys have a good day.